welcome to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast, making health and safety as important as everything else we do in business. Hi there, and welcome to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast. Today, we've got the uh, the second instalment of uh, Simon Bowen. Um, Simon came in and spoke with me a couple of weeks uh, back, and, uh, and I think I sort of said at the time it was uh, for me it was really really quite sort of uh, you know thought provoking, and I've sort of sat back and thought long and hard about about how I um, practice health and safety, I suppose, and and some of the things that I believe that we need to, to do differently, and that's what we focus on today. Um, uh, you know about uh, about the journey that uh, that health and safety needs to take to become. Uh, to become truly, truly successful. Anyway, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll speak to you at the end. So, um, you know, I mean, lots of lots of businesses have got this, uh, this, this target zero and zero harm and all that, all that kind of stuff. What, what, what are the, what are the success, the success measurements that that you use? Then, what you, how are you able to 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 show the people that what you're doing is working? Okay. Um... I knew you'd have to go there with the zero thing. I'm going to try and be really measured. So um, ultimately, I, I don't. I don't believe that zero is is, is good for anything. Yeah. Um, you know, apart from, and, and this is apart from, you know, ideally, no business should kill or seriously maim anyone. You yeah. know, that that potentially is a is a, re- a really realistic target to have. But mm-hmm. to say we're not going to have any accidents whatsoever, you know. You, for me, you're just setting yourself up to fail. Yeah, that's right. Because you know, you it's, it's so easy for someone to just you know slip on a bit of ice or trip over or bang. There's your your zero gone. You know, um, you know, even you know, even if you talk to LTI or Riddle, you know, there's ones that you know totally, you know, it might just be literally someone you know falling over, injuring themselves, you know, and you know, as in like a you know bad back or whatever it is and you know it's 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 over your seven days etc etc you know you've got rid of you know but for me it's about the severity of them as well um you know there's a big belief out there that that people who you know do different safety you know you're not bothered about the little accidents it's all about the big ones but i I challenge that it is incorrect um Mm -hmm. but i just think it's about the focus you know so there's there's an element you can do with regards to slip trip falls and you know the, the higher likelihood um, you know lower consequence events there's a certain amount you can do but you know you could quite easily wrap yourself in knots spend a lot of time and resource on it and actually get no further whereas you know for me there should be a big focus on your lower likelihood higher consequence events. You know, because that's why most companies will say, "Wow, you know, where did that come from? I didn't see that coming." Mm. You know, that type of that type of stuff. But you know, what we should be doing is, and this is where the normal work stuff comes in, where you're learning from normal work. You actually understand what risks the guys are actually facing on a day-to-day basis, because any business can sit in a room and you know and say, "Well, you know, we're going to build our risk register and we're going to do it totally between us." few managers in the room, boom, boom, boom. There's our risk register. We'll review it every month, three months, six months, whatever it is, and away yep. you go. But actually, what, you know, yes, there will be data that, that comes in and you review against on there, but actually, how does that inform you about those lower likelihood, higher consequence events? Mm. It doesn't really inform you that much. Mm. So this is where, you know, that out on the front line 
trust, really understanding what risks people are exposed to. And then you get that view of, well, actually, yeah, um, you know, I, I really start to understand this. And these are our levels of risk. Because there's a lot of, you know, should we sort of say, unspoken stuff that, that happens in normal work, isn't there? Um, you know, but for me, it's about infiltrating that and, and understanding it, you know, and, and understanding those risks in there. Um, mm -hmm. So I went off on a bit of a tangent. I'll pull myself back. Um, no, no, so back to, your, back to your measures. Um, so, you know, the, the measures um, were sort of target zero-ish in my last place, um, but then we moved right away from that. So we went first year one of the, of the, uh, the journey. We went 50% positive, 50% negative indicators. Yep. Uh, year two, we actually went 100% positive. Right. So and that's not saying we didn't record LTIs or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or anything yeah. like that. We did it, but we just don't, you know, like say that to the front line mm -hmm. because, you know, for me, you know, and, and I'd like to think I know a bit about motivation from, from my, my sporting background. Um, if someone tells you how bad you're doing all the time or just tells you negative stuff all the time, it doesn't really inspire you very much to be better or, nope. you know, to, to improve. So I think there's, there's a real big link there with, with you know, your, your department's had X accidents, X riddles, X LTIs. You know, you're really bad. You're, you're, mm -hmm. you're nine out of ten on, yep. on the league table and all that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you know, whereas for me, if you find out what really is important to those people mm. and you measure that, and you mm -hmm. feed back on that, that is, number one, they've listened to me. Mm -hmm. Number two, they're actually doing something about what I've told them. Mm -hmm. And I can physically and, you know, visibly see these improvements and, and this stuff mm -hmm. getting better. And it's not much of a concern anymore or not a concern yep. anymore. You know, and there's, there's many, many um, ways of, of measuring stuff. And I think, again, it's, it's that thing what we said at the start around um, – about suiting it and tailoring it to your business, you know, so for what works for one, you know, arguably wouldn't work for another, mm -hmm. you know, the, the way I did it uh, in my last role was we did um, some surveys around really trying to get into a different type of survey. I'll probably say. Um, so really trying to find out and get in people's minds about what their concerns were, what their thoughts were, and, and really trying to get some stuff back from them about what was really in their mind with regards to safety and, and obviously health as well. Um, so what we did is we got the results of that and then sort of picked the ones that tend to be reoccurring the most and yep. then transferred them into, um, into some sort of metric. Um, whereas in my new place, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to, we're, we're trying to push the envelope a bit really um, and, and go with, um, you know, stuff around, Okay, so if we measured um, how much we learn against how many or, or how much we learn or how many learnings we implemented against how many investigations we do for adverse mm -hmm. events, you know, and to start with, obviously, the adverse event one's going to be a lot higher than yep. the learning implementation. Mm -hmm. but hopefully over time, it will do a role reversal, mm -hmm. you know, to, to prove that, you know, learning is king, learning is key. If we implement this learning, then obviously it has that effect with mm. you know, with that relationship you know so there's, there's lots of different ways around you know um how much you know how much we've implemented from a learning perspective you know even if you said like you know when i when i term normal work studies you know how many normal work studies have we done to how many accidents have, have been reported 
you know, so you can actually see hope, you know, and for me, I know this works, you know, and in the end, what you'll see is the role reversal, you know, of, um, you know, that you're doing all these normal work studies and then you can see these adverse event rates going down. Yeah. You know, so yeah, going, going to your question, you know, it's, it's more around, you know, evidencing those through those types of metrics, but also doing the stuff that people find important, you know, um, one of the the measures I had in my in my old business was um, around mental health because although the score was quite good, there was still, in my opinion, not enough people confident that the business would support them if um, if they had a, you know had absence due to mental health. Right. You know, so we did lots and lots of work with um, Heather Beach and the Healthy Work Company around mental health. You know, which significantly improved stuff and the you know the, the scores went up. You know, when we re surveyed um on that you know and there's things like um you know one of the questions that i I always love to ask is if you made an honest genuine mistake do you feel like the business would support you you know and it's a it's a pure yes no yeah um and (laughs) you know obviously when you're at the start of your journey there's a lot of no's in there yeah yeah yeah. you know but when you start you know um engaging more start putting the just culture more you know, out there, you know, you see that it's a lovely shift and, you know, and the trust yeah. starts building and, you know, you, people do actually start saying, do you know what? Yes, I, I can, I can make a mistake and I can put my hand up and I know the business will support me rather than, you know, penalizing me. Mm. That's, uh, that's really, so there's many different measures you can use. I love that. You know, it's about obviously tailoring them for your business mm-hmm. and, and what will you know ultimately motivate and mm-hmm. and resonate with your with your mm-hmm. people i mean there's so you know, let's be honest you know, from rail to airports to, to everyone's different yeah you know so all different motivators there's there's so many there's so many businesses out there that have a near miss reporting process that that nobody cares about and nobody you know and mm-hmm. nobody nobody bothers with because because it's asking the wrong thing and it's asking the wrong question and it you know and 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 if it's asking you know well if if people were, were actively asked you know well what have you what have you learned today and 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 what have you implemented you, you know that that should be such a a, a a vibrant and exciting world to be living in and it, you know if if people are being challenged daily to to just bring all this stuff out then then it's just going to be such a nice place to work. So. Massively, and it's you know, it's, it's it's you go down that line of, you know, near misreporting. You know, let let if we're going to be really, really honest and open, you know, how many people in industry, you know, in in work actually know what a near miss is? Mm, that's right. You know, because a lot of people will say, you know, it's it's that you know um, trip hazard on the floor. Mm. Well, it's more of a hazard observation, you know. So yeah. it's a it's about how you how you frame it and you know what you want to achieve but no i'm totally with you so you know to the point in my last business you know even when i, I was reporting on a weekly basis to, to the senior management group you know i never used the word by the time i'd left i never used the word accident incident so i would say you know we have had five learning events yeah. you know um you know we wouldn't do investigations we'd do learning reviews mm-hmm. Um, we even changed the, uh, you know, the um, the term of audit. Mm-hmm. So it was a continuous improvement opportunity. Yeah, yeah. 
you know so because if i say colin i'm going to come in i'm going to come and audit you on monday you're like oh here we go the fun police coming in they're going to tell me how bad i am they're going to walk out you know Mm -hmm. um and i'm I'm going to have a raft of actions you know that Mm -hmm. i need to deliver they're going to they're going to absolutely stalk me until i've done them Mm -hmm. you know i'm going to get no budget for this blah 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 blah. if i actually turn around and, and said to you um I'm going to come in next week, Colin, and you know we're going to see how you could be better. Yeah. And we're going to jointly look at, you know, ways to improve the current performance. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and make things better. Yeah. You know, rather than you know a, a non-conformity or a, um, mm-hmm. you know a, a failure or you know however people term them. Why yeah. don't we have like an, an opportunity to improve, you know, an improvement opportunity? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or you know something like that, and it's largely doing the same. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. terminology but it's and it's terminology. focus. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, I did this with um, with the roles as well. So, um, you know, I'm a massive um, advocate of, of using different role titles because I think officer, you know, yeah. manager, yeah. and all that. It's you know, they haven't got a warrant card, and they're not the police. Yeah. You know, and and they're not there to you know to reprimand you and you know and and punish you. We're actually there to you know, mentor, support, you know, and, and help, you know, facilitate successful outcomes. So in my old place, um, the, the role title has changed to HSE coaches. Mm-hmm. So they coach, facilitate, mentor and develop you, Yeah. you know, and enable those successful outcomes, mm-hmm. you know, and that was massive. I mean, obviously the, you know, the people doing the role have to change their behaviors. Of course they yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause to be a coach is, is totally different to be, you know, an, an officer for, you know, mm-hmm. for one of better term. Um, you know, so there's there's lots of different things that you know that, uh, that you can just tweak, um, you know, and, and that makes such a massive difference. But mm-hmm. they're not in any of these books or anything. And this mm-hmm. is where I say you have to go on that journey of you know sort of self discovery and 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 work out you know oh, that'd be really good. And you will have some absolutely harebrained crazy ideas. Some of it's good. Some mm-hmm. of it you think, well, oh, did I really think of that? Um, you know, but. <laughs> And do it as a team as well, yeah. you know, so, you know, get loads of ideas out. And this is where, you know, when, you know, and Clive would have spoken about it, you know, around psychological safety and, mm. you know, um, about people, you know, need to, you know, need to be able to speak up without fear of, you know, ridicule or, or any of that sort of stuff, you know, and, and I get it totally because I'm a massive advocate of it, but I actually question whether we should call it psychological safety. Right. You know, should we say, should we be instilling psychological confidence yeah, yeah, in all of our people? Yeah, yeah. You know, because confidence obviously means different things, mm-hmm. you know, with regards to faith in the system or, you know, confidence, self-confidence to, to be able to, to speak, you know, and stuff like that, you know. So mm-hmm. there's so many different strands. And I find it, you know, really exciting that, that there's all these different avenues that you can, you know, you can explore mm-hmm. and, you know, it, bringing people into the industry, you know, and opening their eyes to this, you know, is, is, is key. You know, is, mm. I think that the, the reputation of the industry is such a, it's such a fixed view, isn't there, of safety people um, that, you know, I've even gone out and presented to recruitment, safety recruitment companies, you know, on the, on the approach I, you know, I, I advocate, I'm an advocate for, and, um, you know, and I say to them that, and they say, oh, this is really good that you're, you're doing this. You're trying to change things and, and that sort of stuff. And I say, yeah, it's really, it's really good. And I'm really trying to change. But you guys need to play your part as well. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you're bringing people into roles. You're bringing people into the industry 
and you know potentially you may be placing them with people who are you know should we say have, do have a closed view and all they're going to do is breed more people with a closed view you know so should we be challenging more as a recruitment company as as recruiters and all that type of stuff into the type of skills people have got you know i, I don't like to use the word soft skills because i think they're often the hardest ones um but you know we need skills like communication and and curiosity and and all these different what were termed as soft skills you know mm-hmm. um but we need to develop people in that and, and get people in other industries who are really really good at these skills but bring them into safety yeah. you know when i recruit now i look at those skills before i'm looking at qualifications mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's that, that's right i mean it's i mean the thing is um you know i mean when i worked in the uh, when i worked in the quarrying industry um i had a quite a big team and i was recruiting into the team and one of the decisions that i made was to not recruit from inside the quarrying industry. I wanted to bring in people fresh, but but even you know looking back, even that wasn't right. you know even, yeah, that was that was right because it was the right thing to do. But even that, you still could have had people with you know with technical. You know we're very very good at, at finding technical people from a health and safety perspective. Yeah. You know whereas whereas in actual fact, you know you know it's it's so much more a people role than it, than it ever is a understanding legislation and the law. You know, if you want to, if you want to be really effective and effect change, then uh, yep. then it's about it's about people. Isn't it? So, and I think if you look at you know um, obviously academia, you can you can teach people that you know you mm-hmm. can you can teach someone to get through their NEBOS general, yeah, you know, or their NCRQ or whatever whatever route yeah. you took. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is massively harder to teach people how to communicate, mm-hmm. you know, how how to do Effective. you know different stuff. You know, with regards to you know holding a a room full of people talking mm. about safety, mm. you know, because you know it's viewed as a dry old subject, isn't it? Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, um, right. And uh, you know, how many people can can hold a room like that? Can can debate, you know, um, positively mm. rather than you know throwing the negative sort of threats in there and and all that type of stuff. And no, I'm I'm totally with you on that. And um, I know there's a, there's a, there's some recruiters out there that do some really good work in this in this space, um, and uh, yeah, it's for me is you know it's so important that you know we, we're looking for people with a specific skill set around you know facilitation and enabling and curiosity and and all of these different skills that are largely quite hard to teach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, whereas academia, you know, most people could sit a course and pass it. Mm-hmm. Given you know, given the right type of you know dedication, you know, and, and study, you know, mm-hmm. no, that's good. So you were going to um, you, you tempted us a little bit earlier on and, and about <laughs> about where you where you want to see health and safety uh, sort of going, you know, and and so like, what? Where do you want where do you want to start with that? So where do I want to start? I, I think it's I'm still quite early in my in my um, in my thought process, um, you know, because obviously um, you know we've we're rolling, you know, starting to develop with a view to roll out soon in my, my current business, you know, what I've done before. Um, I think, you know, we always have to be looking to the future. Um, and obviously, or I hope that, that the approach that, I, that I'm an advocate for becomes a lot more common practice. But then, you know, like, it, you know, traditional safety obviously got us to a point, you know, where, um, you know, where, where then it needed to, whether you want to call it reinvent or, or, or whatever it is and 
refocus, different focus, you know, which which leads on to the way that that I do it. Um, and I think there will be a point when when that is almost exhausted and mm-hmm. we're looking for the next thing. Um, you know, in this like like I said to you earlier, I think it it would almost make, you know, in my view, um, safety specific functions redu- redundant mm-hmm. because they're almost part of a, uh, whether you call it an enabler team, or, you know, a success team, or, or, or I don't know what that would be called. I'm, I'm really thinking out loud with that. Yeah. Um, and probably feel it, probably following, you know, principles of like sort of almost management science, mm-hmm. you know, where it's, it's more around, um, you know, about leaders and leadership and how people are leading organizations and, mm-hmm. and how priorities are, uh, focused within you know those those realms um so i think um you know going from from you know obviously looking at the creation of success and and that type of thing you know for me i would want i would you know i'd like to see you know hopefully i'll be retired by then doing myself out of a job um you know going into you know almost safety functions not existing you know and they're they're almost you know just part of the business like operations are a part of a business you know and yep. You know, it's people, you know, um, enabled enough and good enough and developed enough, you know, to be fantastic leaders and lead the organization, but at every level, you know, so that ranges from your, you know, your sort of supervisor through your team leaders, through your sort of middle management, through your senior leaders, exec leaders, you know, it is just part of, you know, daily business mm. and, you know, of course you'll have people in there who know the law and, and all this sort of stuff, of course. But I think for me, they'll be under a different a different guise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether that be, like I said, you know, a, a, an enabler team or, you know, whatever that may look like. I, I don't even know yet. Um, you know, in, in my mind, I'm still sort of developing these these feelings and, and thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I just feel like the, the big key in all of this is about the leadership mm. and about how you know leaders lead within their respective organizations but at every level mm. you know uh, and you know things like you know restorative just cultures and all that are just literally this is how we do it yeah. you know it's not a big shock that someone puts their hand up and says oh i made a mistake you know it's almost just day to day, you know not day to day but normal you know through, through mm-hmm. that meal right you know we support the individual what do they need have we fulfilled their needs have we learned as a business have we um implemented that learning mm-hmm. complete mm-hmm. learning cycle yeah you know and an engagement cycle because the people trust you because you've built that trust because you're supporting them well you've just you've just given five absolutely fantastic questions to go on the very top of a uh, uh a learning uh a learning um event uh sort of a paperwork, a bit of paperwork, you know, for a learning event. You know, I'm, I'm trying not to call it an accident investigation here. <laughs> you <know? laughs> but, you know, just asking, just asking those, you know, those are, these are the things, you know, have we support, have we supported that individual? You know, it's so important. It's so important and, and often gets, gets overlooked, you know, and then. The but even before that, yeah. we, uh, you know, I would say who has been affected or harmed. So, yeah. you know, that could be the individual 
but also it, it could be people, you know, witnesses or you know people there, um, mm. you know, other people related to that, you know. So you say, you know, like who's who's been affected or harmed, you know, mm. what what actually are their needs? Yeah. Have their needs been fulfilled? You know, have mm. we fulfilled their needs? Who's responsible for yeah. fulfilling those needs? And have we done that? But then after that, actually, as an organisation, how do we learn? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's great doing all that stuff before and it's totally required for trust and the support and, and, and moving forward. But again, you can't lose that last bit of the jigsaw, which is about how do we learn from this yeah. and move on as an organization and continue doing that learning, you know, as a business. And, you know, what I've said, you know, consistently, you know, in, in my current role in my last role, what, what we need to do is we learn, to, we need to turn into a, what we call a learning organization. Mm. So the organization craves learning. Uh, yeah. you know, it's almost like a passionate obsession yep. with learning from everything, you know, so that we continually learn and improve. You know, mm-hmm. and when you say about, you know, when you talk about, you know, investigations or, or however we're going to term them, um, you know, one of the really big successes um, that, that I've had in the past is, you know, yes, there is a way to do investigations, but I think there's there's other things we could do um, you know, to improve those. And one that I've found is really beneficial is um, to do a, a workers imagine against workers done exploration as part of the, the learning review accident investigation, whichever way we term it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. what that tells you, which other investigations won't, is for the events, the way, you know, the way that events transpired, actually, is that common practice? Mm. If it is, is it a widespread common practice or is it isolated or was it a one-off from that certain individual or was it just that team or was it everybody in that section, in that section? Mm-hmm. Whereas in a normal um, investigation, you probably wouldn't learn that, no. but by going and, you know, if you had a, for example, you know, engineer gets injured doing a, a specific role, you know, you, you do your investigation, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then by employing that approach, what I've just said, you go around and talk to other people that do that role as well. And then you actually start saying about, you know, um, okay, let's, you know, you build the trust and stuff. And then you say about, okay, so this is what it says. This is what we says it does. Okay. So actually, how is it done? You know, is it the same or, you know, is it somewhere in the middle or is it a million miles off to work as done down the road? You know, which is, you know, for me, it adds a whole nother dimension to your, mm-hmm review investigation whatever you want to call it um and it tells you obviously it culturally as well what's going on within that team department area of the business that's um i mean it's wonderful mate i love i just love that 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 thought process that thinking you know and uh you know definitely it's definitely stuff that i'm going to be taking uh taking into into the organizations that i work with to uh to challenge just challenge the way that they they look at these these events, these things that happen in their business. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, you know, when you talk to people as well, you know, with, you know one of the biggest, one of the first things I'll say to them is, you know, what is your biggest frustration? Mm-hmm. And you learn so much from that, mm-hmm. from that, um, from that question. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know, what, what crazy things do we ask you to do? Yeah. You know, what are the craziest things we ask you? Yeah. You know, do you need is, to be successful? And then, you know, and you know, I'm just thinking what you're talking about here. And I, lo- I love the terminology you said about having these leaders all the way down through the business. And I just, uh, you know, I go into I go into some of my clients, and and you and you walk into the canteen, and there are people in that in that canteen who are operating a bit of kit, or are driving a loading shovel, doing whatever it is, 
who are just phenomenal leaders in their environment. Absolutely phenomenal. And, and, yep. and, and they're totally under-resourced, underused, totally underused, you know, and, you know, and they could be offering so much to the business because they've got so much knowledge and so much understanding. And, and we've got to switch that on. We've got to, we've got to turn yep. that, we've got to turn that key and get them, you know, and just get them, them telling us, telling us. Stuff. Yeah, it's giving them the opportunity. Yeah. You know, it's, it's giving them a voice. But yeah. also as well, when you say, you know, someone is a really good leader and, you know, and, and that's, you know, really knowledgeable is, you know, share their knowledge, mm. you know, with, with others, you know, because arguably there will be people a lot less, you know, more inexperienced than those mm-hmm. who would, would crave that knowledge, you know, and it's mm-hmm. about, you know, giving them that knowledge and, you know, the storytelling, what we were talking about earlier on and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the different things, the different ways of doing, you know, jobs and you know and this is where it says about the empowerment and you know the you, your employees are the, are the solution you know they're not the problem they're, they're the experts at the front line you know they're gonna they're gonna give you some absolutely fantastic stuff you know to the point where you know we i've done stuff in the past where we ended up with um with two safe systems of work for the same task two different ones right um because we we went in and started doing some some really good stuff around you know how work's normally done and innovation and, and stuff and we started stepping through the process of how it's written you know how it's written and, yeah. and how we thought it was done one mm-hmm. of the guys said stop 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 he said we don't even do it like this we yeah. do it over there you know yeah. didn't even use the bit of kit yeah. and um we we debated for it we went we went through it all and in the end we said okay well you know for where one risk is higher there you've reduced it over there so do you know what is pretty, you know, pretty same, but if you, you know, are more comfortable and like you doing it, and that's the way you do it anyway, let's risk assess that, let's do it, da, 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 da. and away we go. And then I think it was either a day later, a couple of days later, the, the night shift had said, oh, whoa, whoa, we don't like doing it like that, we use that bit of kit. So we actually said, well, okay, let's develop the safe system of work for each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're big enough, ugly enough, and experienced enough to choose which way you want to do it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and you're good enough to do it, which way you want to do it, and um, and that's and it, to my knowledge, it's still in today. <laughs> that's brilliant. You know, so it proves that you know one way doesn't suit all, but there are different ways you can do stuff. Yeah, that's and that's the thing. Isn't it? There are there are different ways you can do it, and that's uh, yeah. that's brilliant. And I'm yeah. sure there'll be people who say that about safety approaches as well. You know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But what I, I mean, what I like, I mean, you know, you know, if you, if you take, if you, if you get rid of that term, health and safety officer, and 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 turn them into a learning, a learning enabler, or whatever you want to call them, but oh. yeah, you, you know, I mean, Jesus, it's just gonna, you know, it's just gonna break so many barriers down. It's gonna, you know, and it's gonna give, it's gonna give that individual, you know, so much opportunity not to be compartmentalized into this health and safety, you know, this under this health and safety banner, you know, and because totally. they are, you know. You know the people are very knowledgeable and have, and have got uh, you know got loads uh, they've got loads. Yeah. loads of, um, and, it, and, it, what, and what it should be doing is you know when my when my guys go in, you mm-hmm. know to a department and it shouldn't be oh here come the fun police let's make sure our you know everything's tip top and mm-hmm. let's do it how we don't normally do it and you know yeah. we'll get told off and all the rest of it. You know I want them to to want to sort of welcome my guys with open arms. You mm-hmm. know and my guys to to crave learning from them as experts. Yeah. You know and and help us maybe frame it and facilitate things to, to improve stuff. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, people ask my team 
to get in st involved with stuff which is not even safety related because they know they're great enablers and great problem you know facilitators and you know enablers of success yeah. and we actually get asked to do stuff that's actually not you know safety related yeah yeah you know yeah. which which would be you know you know and, and i've had that in previous businesses yeah. you know which is you know that is for me you know a fantastic you know um acknowledgement of, of you know the, the strength of your team I love that. I love that term, enablers of success. Might use that. <laughs> that brilliant. Steal it. Steal yeah, it. I love it. Love it. Mate. I'll probably start it from someone. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, though, isn't it? That's the thing about all of this, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's uh, it's everybody. It's, it's taking it. It's adapting it, and it's passing it on. It's taking it and that. Now, this what this, that's what this Definitely. podcast is about. You know. <clears throat> It's about you know hopefully the people that listen to this, it's going to change their thinking a little bit, and they're gonna they're gonna do what you do, and and hopefully do it a little bit better, and then we'll get them on, and then you'll learn you'll learn from them, and that's and and, and this and this is what it's about, you know, and it, even if one person took away one element and said, I'm going to look at you know how success is created, or I'm going to look at positive KPIs, or I'm going to look at one thing, do you know what, you know, great, I, I love that, you know, fantastic. Um, you know, I don't sort of say you have to follow what I do. You don't have to follow what, you know, whoever, you know, says do this, do that. You know, forge your own way. Um, you know, the biggest bit of advice I can give to, to, to anybody with this is it's not easy. You know, to think it's off the shelf and you're just going to go, here's a silver bullet, boom, and you're done. No. Um, you know, and it is, I would say, you know, you've got to keep the faith. You've got to keep the faith because, you know, there will be lonely days. Um, it's a long journey, but but you will, you know, see the wood for the trees, uh, at, you know, at a point. Um, and um, you know, I've I've not got to the the um, you know putting the radio on and hearing hallelujah yet, but um, but I hope to one day. <laughs> That's absolutely wonderful. That's wonderful, Simon. I'm, I mean, I've taken a lot of your time up, you know. And I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Um, are you, you know, I mean, I. Are you are you are you done now? Do you think? I mean, are we uh, you know, is there anything else that you wanna you wanna say, or are we? Uh... Well, hopefully, people are still yeah, we'll still be listening by this point. Um, you know, and, and if we'll call it a day, and if if some if, if people want more, then obviously I'm more than happy to come back on. Um, or people might be begging you to say, please don't have him back on. Um, <laughs> but I would, yeah, I would. I'm more than happy to talk any time, and yeah, let's stay yeah, in touch. No, look, I really I really appreciate. It. Just a quickie, I mean, how um. How can people get hold of you if um if they wanna So I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um so you know, obviously, you know, by all means send me send me an invite on there. Um yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll yeah, I try to respond to, to everything that I get sent. Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah, by all means, you know, just contact me on LinkedIn. Um make sure it's B O W N because a lot of people put brown, so you'll right. be you'll be searching a long time if you put brown, but um <laughs> But yeah, just yeah, chuck it on there. You know, more than happy to talk. You know, explore things more mm -hmm. with anybody who needs any sort of help or support. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and and a bit of guidance if they need it. Brilliant. That's absolutely fantastic. Simon, thank you. And um, those two episodes um, for me are two of the two of the best episodes I think that uh, that, that we've uh, done so far on the uh, on the Interesting Health and Safety podcast. Uh, I, I loved. Um, I just love your approach you know, to, to risk assessment. You know, being, being comfortable to have two different safe systems of work for one job. You know, some people are going to go up. Oh, it can't happen. It can't happen. But you know, it's about building 
the way that we do things around the people that are doing the job and making them comfortable to uh, you know to, to work in an environment and if they if they've got the confidence to actually say well we don't do it that way we do it this way for for business business leaders to listen to that and uh, and react to that um, you know and you know analyze and have a look and you know and if it, if ultimately it's not deemed safe then don't do it but you know but it appeared that you had two people who wanted to do the same job in slightly different ways and so you accommodated it that's um that's brilliant also i think for more fundamentally was the was the latter point that you know when we were talking there about you know where health and safety is going and in actual fact you know possibly do we need to drop the term health and safety and, and just turn people into into enablers and um, and people who are, are going to aid learning and um you know and, and help businesses grow and develop because they you know they they aren't you know sort of just tied to to this health and safety uh, um uh, approach but just looking at performance in general and i think that's uh, i think that's something that, that the industry has got to think long and hard about and uh you know and i think the um you know the 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 bodies, the professional bodies that we have, like IORSH and IIRSM and ROSPA, you know, they need to be looking at these kind of things and, and actually, you know, saying, you know, do we, you know, do we want to, do we want to evolve or are we going to stay where we are? Um, because uh, I think there's some appetite there for some, you know, for some, for some new ideas and some new ways of doing things. And, um, and you know, I'm really, really behind that. And I, th- and I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of success from uh you know from just taking a different approach to the profession and getting people that uh you know that are really you know are really passionate i suppose about uh you know about making improvements in the workplace and if you can get those uh if you can get those people on side then then you're going to be great it's going to be successful hey look thank you ever so much and uh and uh speak to you again really soon bye-bye now Thanks for listening to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast. You can follow and engage on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching the Interesting Health and Safety Community or go to www.influentialmg.com. And remember, let's make health and safety as important as everything else we do in business.